Social Media Serenity, episode number 26. Why do you use Twitter? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to talk about the latest and the greatest in all that is social networking. We talk about tools, tips, advice on how to fit it into your life without it taking over your life. And this week, we are very excited, Eric, because we put out the request for information or request for some feedback. And do you want to explain people what the topic of today is? All right. The topic of today is why do you use Twitter or how do you use Twitter? Exactly. Both of those apply. And uh, I've kind of been previewing some of these voicemails as they've come in. And uh, one of the things that I can tell you right now is that people's reasons have shifted from when they originally got on Twitter to where they are today. So, So to get things kicked off here... Eric, uh, did you already share why you use or how you use Twitter yet? Um, I think that's that was kind of just the whole point of asking the audience was I'm I've been trying to reassess what I'm using it for or how I'm using it. You know, we've we've covered way in the past when the show first began that there's really no wrong way to use Twitter if you're using it for what you say you're using it for. But again, that that varies from person to person. Um for me personally, I've realized I'm mostly using it for networking purposes, sometimes a substitution for RSS feed information, and interaction in a global uh, instant message type way. Those are my top three uses. There's probably one or two others. Oh, self-promotion. Duh. Anyway. Yes, exactly. So that's, a, for me, shameless self-promotion. Uh, constant link, link bake back, uh, link bake, link, mm, link bake. bake. You like that link bake, don't you? Yes. Uh, so link bait back to my own place on the web, my own place I call home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I certainly use it for that. I also use it for um, fielding out questions. You know, there are times when I'll search for something on Google for a little bit, and I always try to be self sufficient in many of these places. But occasionally I come up with a something that I'm just not finding the answer to, but I know happen to know out of the number of followers that I have and my personal knowledge of who some of those people are, that if I just put out a 140 character question, I'm going to get some expert advice right away. That's true because there there are a lot of experts self-proclaimed or or actual actual on Twitter. Yeah, and it, but there are both. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. There are both. And uh, I had one of those the other day. Um, you know, I was working with a client and I said, hey, I'm having a problem with the aligning of this text. And so I threw that out on um, Hootsuite and it went out to Facebook, LinkedIn. And I haven't had a chance to look at the answers yet, but I've already just glanced at the answers. And it's like there are four or five possible solutions or things to look at. And I happen to know that from those people and what they've said, I'm certain that I'm going to be able to solve a problem that I couldn't quickly find on my own. So that's another use of Twitter. And then in with the Twitter lists, oh my gosh, did it revolutionize Twitter for me. Twitter lists allows me to stay connected and have the ability for a lot of people to send me direct messages if necessary. Also, has the I have the ability to be in connection with them. Uh, but at the same time, keeping up with small groups of people. So I am consistently able to keep up with people who are just my clients, people who are just GSPN.TV Plus members, people who are 
just my wife. Uh, you know, I have a list. That's one. That's one person on that list. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, exactly. Thank you for clarifying. It's a list of one. But it, it's like my wife and and my mom and my brother. So it, it's family. I should have said. Okay. Otherwise, why don't I just follow her? But anyway, <laughs> you're not following your wife on Twitter. No, I am following. Don't get me in trouble, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Anyway, so and then, of course, the one other list that I have is people that are from my church, you know, and my closer friends. And and then I have this other list called VIPs, which it's a stupid name for a list because it's not that they're very important. It's just it's like these are people who are in a list, but they don't necessarily fit into one of those other lists. Gotcha. But I definitely want to keep up with them. So, yeah, I I find that I'm using it to keep up with people and, and to keep in touch with what's going on in other people's lives. So. Anyway, so that's why you and I are using it. Now let's turn to our community and we've got lots of feedback. And by the way, right at the front here, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I want to tell you, first and foremost, we got about four, four, or five, um, four or five voice feedbacks just because we asked in the show. But I did this on Hootsuite. I sent this out. So I went to Twitter, Facebook, and net LinkedIn. And I said in my message, why do you use Twitter or how do you use Twitter? Question mark. And then please call our voicemail feedback hotline to leave us your response for the social media, social media serenity podcast. And I put the phone number and we went from four or five pieces of audio feedback to now we have 12. So yet another use of these tools. And so we're going to start things off with, uh, awesome. with Andy. Cliff Ravenscraft, this is your co-host of Business Tech Weekly, Andy Traub, calling from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I had a comment, question, concern for an affirmation for uh, Social Media Serenity. I just wanted to affirm your comments about the fact that you love companies that charge for their services. And I guess a question for you and a question for the listeners of this podcast would be, what is a service that you're using currently and enjoying thoroughly that does not have a profit model that you know of? Uh, it might be Ping.fm, might be Hootsuite, so on and so forth. Uh, it was in the reference to Hootsuite, which does have a uh, you know some capital raised and that they are going to uh, have some paid options in the future. So, what is a what is a product that you use right now um, that does not have a paid option that uh, maybe people need to be aware of uh, so if it closes we're not hosed all right guys keep up the great work god bless and we'll see you at uh, gspn.tv slash live on thursdays business life weekly in the house there you go man (laughs) (laughs) obviously i should have actually labeled uh that one for uh, a different show but let's go ahead and answer his question uh i well first of all twitter seems to be a service that doesn't have a clearly defined business model for earning revenue yeah that's been one that's been speculated about a lot over the past well let's say two years now that they, they just don't have a model in place as to how they themselves twitter in and of itself will make money um, yet they seem to keep raising money. So they do keep raising money and there, and, and in my mind, there's no question of the financial value of Twitter. And yeah. there's also no question in my mind as to a number of revenue streams that would definitely produce 
what they need to continue forward. Does that all make sense? Mm-hmm. So uh, a service that I use, I, I'll tell you what, let's just put that one out there for people to respond to and, uh, and, and ask other people, is there a service out there that you're using that you're not paying for uh, that is free and you don't see an option to give them money? Uh, is there anything that you can think of off the top of your head? Well, I think, and he's directly responding to our comment about Hootsuite, that they are definitely working on a, uh, a premium model to where the regular will be free, but then they will have added functionality that you would have to pay for. And I think, cons- you know, depending upon what it is, I'm, I'm all, I'm, you know, very much ready to shell out some money to get some extra stuff on Hootsuite if they come out with great stuff. Yeah. So, but we already said that. So exactly. Now, I, I, if I were going to say something, I would say, of course, these are things that I'm not using, but the whole host of other Twitter applications that are out there that I don't use because they don't have any business model. You know, I used to use, um, I don't know if Twirl is still around, but I'm pretty sure they're still around. Seismic, I don't see a business model, you know, that I'm aware of. Um, you know, Tweety for the Mac is, is great and all, but I don't see any premium services there, but they do have the premium iPhone app. So, you know, I, I think the point is, is well taken is that we need to be conscious of the services that we quote unquote begin to rely on and recognize that if there is no business model, there's a potential that money could dry up one day and they will go away and they will go away. They will. And so um, definitely business models are good and paying for things that are of great value is something that I believe that our web culture has been taught not to do. But I think it's something we should be thinking a lot more about. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. All right. So the next one, I'm pretty sure that uh, all but maybe one other are related to how do we use Twitter. And I know for a fact, Daniel Johnson Jr. has his thoughts on this. Hi, Cliff. Uh, this is Daniel Johnson Jr. from um, Cincinnati, Ohio, and calling in for your social media uh, Serenity podcast. You had asked for somebody to uh, um, mention how or why they're using Twitter. I signed up for Twitter in August of 2006, and the scene had grown over the um, since that time, naturally, to uh, kind of the way that it exists right here in uh, January 2010. And I have to say, kind of what I used it as is kind of the way that I started to blog way back in the day, and, and I kind of share some of my random um, thoughts. I use uh, Twitter to ask questions, to kind of crowdsource some ideas, and to see if there's, you know, when I have a question about something. I use Twitter to um, kind of just um, broadcast, or, or not necessarily broadcast, but just to help to uh, exude my personal brand online. You know, show, showcase things that I'm interested in, things that I'm passionate about. That's kind of the way that I use uh, Twitter when I post my updates. Now, I use uh, Twitter search a lot to track uh, mentions of projects that I'm involved with, um, my own personal, you know, kind of track reports uh, and, and the like. And then I also... Um, track mentions of certain specific terms so that I can kind of get an idea of when people are talking about, for example, lost my job today or just lost my job so I can kind of get an idea of, you know, for the project that I'm doing, how I got my job, uh, right, howigotmyjob.com. So those are some of the ways that I'm using Twitter um, and some of the RSS feeds. I kind of would consider myself a very advanced um, user. 
you know, using a lot of the different applications and trying them out. And um, can't keep up with them all, but I guess that's where it's good to have a podcast like yours around. Thanks again for the opportunity to share some thoughts and looking forward to the show. Make a great day. Talk to you soon. DanielJohnsonJr.com. DanielJohnsonJr.com. Who do we got next coming up here, Eric? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. So you're not watching the chat room. Not a problem. We're going to move. I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> not a big deal. We'll move on. We've got uh, Brent Green coming up next. Hi, Cliff and Eric. This is Brent Green calling in for the Social Media Serenity podcast. Last week you asked what we use Twitter for, and I'm still uh, learning on my end, but what I've used it for so far is meeting some new folks. I've actually met someone that I'm doing business with. We're uh, working with clients as a team now, so that was good for me. Met met uh, Howard Shepard through Twitter, I think was our first interaction. And at times I've used it, well, I, of course I use it every time we put out a new podcast or a new blog post. I think that's useful. But at times I've used it to uh, advertise a bit. I'm not sure um, how wise that's been because at least two or three times a week I'll put out, hey, check out career resources at uh, com. And I'm not sure how effective that is. So I'm still learning, but those are some of the things I use it for. Thanks for what you guys do. Appreciate the SMS podcast. Thanks. Goodbye. Thank you, uh, Brent, for your feedback. Uh, Next, we have Doug in Atlanta. Hi, this is Doug in Atlanta calling for uh, the Social Media Serenity podcast. I saw on your Twitter feed you asking about how... I use Twitter, how people use Twitter or why. Um, the main reason I used Twitter originally was um, that I could, uh, I could send it a text message and have it update my Facebook status. So I didn't use Twitter for Twitter's sake, per se, just as a vector to update my Facebook status you know, when I was on the road and things like that. Uh, now that I've got a BlackBerry, I can update it via the Facebook app. So uh, I downloaded TweetDeck and I started following some hashtags and following some people, you know, based on certain uh, interests. And it's it's interesting to read, and and it's but it's like a fire hose. It's trying to get a drink of water out of a fire hose. Um, the information I find out there about you know news that's happening, things that are going on, I can typically find in the RSS feeds. I've got you know a Google Reader uh, account with a jillion RSS feeds and. Uh, grouped again by interest, uh, interest areas. So that's really the, uh, that's my main source of, of information uh, because most of what I read in Twitter, I'd have to click on the link to go see it. So, you know, the RSS feed has, if not the entire article that it's referring to, at least enough to know, uh, to give me some more information about it. So Twitter, I can take it or leave it, um, especially now that I've got, you know, a smartphone. Uh, oh, and I also use Twitter to get information about what GSPN.TV wants me to call in about. So thank you very much. There you go, Doug. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, he he uses Twitter in a very unique and different way. So far, we've got about four or five different unique uses of Twitter uh, just here. And, and this is exciting to hear how different people are using it. And this is one of the things I love about Twitter 
is that, you know, we're just, we, well, obviously everybody that's called in today, we're just all on it and, yeah. and, and we're all there and we may or may not use it the same way, but here's what I love is we're connected. And yeah, I think that that's the real value here is that we are connected. I like his metaphor of uh, trying to get a drink out of a fire hose. Sometimes it does seem like that. That is, ex- matter of fact, I was really struggling with my use of Twitter because of how many people I quote unquote do want to have the connection to, but it was just the fire hose was too much for me to keep up with. I mean, there are times when I just want to look at my general timeline, but I, I will tell you now, Twitter lists saved me from the fire hose. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, bringing down the pressure to where I can actually just see those people that I'm interesting and interested in looking at when I have this amount of time to devote to it and actually staying consistently up to date with only two to four people all the time without having a problem of following along. So I, I, I really love Twitter list took care of the, the high pressure, you know, fire hose deal. Yeah. I, you know what? I need to come up with a couple more categories for Twitter lists for myself. That's something I've, I've been putting off and I think I just need to sit down and, and wrestle through it real quick. Yeah. I have more private lists than I do public lists and, mm-hmm. and I just mark them private just be, well, just because, you know, that they're, they're just there for me to be able to categorize them. And, and I'm glad that there's that functionality as well, that I can actually make a list and it can be, you know, church friends. And, and then all of a sudden somebody at church who goes to church with me. And for some reason I didn't know that they have a Twitter account, but they don't see themselves in that list. All of a sudden it's like, well, I'm not close friend. It's like, I just, I just don't, right. I, I have to, that's the one thing I want to avoid. And I love that I can just make these little private lists that work perfectly for myself. Alrighty, and I just want to make a note here. Um, the last call before I asked uh, Eric if he would announce the next call, he had no idea who it was. I actually threw um, in our gspn.tv slash live chat room uh, a little note to to have at, to ask Eric if he could set up the next call, and he's not able to access uh, the the live chat room. Is that right? Yeah, I can't ever see it in in the location I'm at right now, as far as They've some been- sort of firewall or something. They're blocking the firewall. I can see the Ustream and everything. I just can't see the tr- the the chat room. So if you're if you're wanting to shoot me a direct question, you can uh, go shoot it to me via Twitter while we're recording live, and I'll see it. There you go. And of course, your Twitter account is twitter.com/slash Eric J Fisher. Eric with the K, the letter yes. J Fisher. There you go. And that's F I S H E R. No C in there, right? Nope. There you go. All right. So next up, we are going. And by the way, um, Eric and I have this direct one-on-one connection. So he'll be telling us who's after Thor here in a minute. But uh, this is my friend Thor uh, from Twitter, and this is what he had to say. Right hey, now, Jeff, this is Thor from St. Louis. I got your tweet asking about why. I'm sorry for the social media serenity podcast. And you were asking why you use Twitter and how do you use Twitter, um, and respectively. Why do I use Twitter? I guess I really got into it because uh, a friend of mine pointed out that some celebrities we were mutually interested in, uh, particularly Star Trek actors like Brent Spiner and LeVar Burton, um, it, it sort of gave you a, a glimpse into their life, into what they were doing on a daily basis, that they were well, at, the, at the airport and they're meeting up with some folks and come meet them if you have a minute or you know, they're at a party and this is what they're doing, or they would just be talking to each other. You know, It was really cool to see that 
um, that interaction or that little glimpse into their lives that you, of course, wouldn't ever have the opportunity to otherwise. Um, and how do I use Twitter? I kind of use it like I, like I do Facebook status updates. I just kind of talk about what I'm doing and what piques my interest and what I'd like to share with the world. Um, but I also enjoy how it, it sort of focuses my writing. It makes me um, really truncate and, and laser focus what I'm trying to say. You know, it limits to 140 characters, and I can do my absolute best to, to put everything I want to say into those 140 characters by using, you know, specific words and terms of phrase and everything. I, I really appreciate what that does for my writing. So I guess that's it. I hope that's helpful for you. Uh, I enjoy all your podcasts, and I look forward to hearing everything else. Bye, Cliff. All right. Thank you, Thor, for that feedback. And Eric, he made two good points there. Yeah, I really, well, I mean, it would be pointless to say that Twitter did not get affected when a ton of celebrities started joining up. I mean, that really kind of changed the game. Absolutely. He mentioned uh, LeVar Burton, who was mm-hmm. way before the Oprah and Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher thing. There were a handful, a handful, and when I say a handful, I mean, I was only aware of maybe five or six or seven celebrities who were really using Twitter effectively well before everybody else. I mean, kind of kind of like, you know, at the, around the same time that we were, LeVar Burton was definitely one of those guys. LeVar Burton being the guy who played Jordy on uh, Star Trek The Next Generation and also of Reading Rainbow fame. Yes. And uh, there were several others, like uh, also Will Wheaton, uh, mm-hmm. who played uh, Ashley Crusher, I think, on... Wesley. Star- yeah, he played uh, on... Uh, next Star Trek Next Generation, but there were a couple others. Uh, let me ask you this: it, it, you know, prior to the big boom, or even now, what kind of celebrities are you are you following on Twitter? Well, I am following Lavar Burton and uh, Brent Spiner or Spinner, whichever it is. I don't know. He played Data on Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I am following, Will Wheaton, um, the comedian Jim Gaffigan. I think is hilarious. And I follow him. Uh, a couple other people. Let's see. I'm kind of trying to scan. I follow uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, Roger Ebert. He does a ton of political stuff, but once in a while, he's got some great movie stuff in there. Um, you know, it's not for everybody, but you know, I, when it passes through, I, I look at it. Um, let's see who else. I'm trying to. Oh, uh, the guy that plays Dwight, Rain Wilson. From the office, he's he has some great stuff out there. Uh, I'm trying to think of one or two others. There's some of the smaller, you know, celebrities from just the internet tech world. You know, like the the Kevin Rose, the Alex Albrechts, those type of people. I follow some of them too. Yeah, I, I got one of those in my internet celebrity list. I have Eric J. Fisher. I am an internet celebrity. There you go from the WBR show. Yes, you ever heard of that one? No, what's that about? Uh, it, it, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. Uh, and you know what? He, I actually, um, one of my favorite celebrities to, to follow is Jimmy Fallon. I, I, I just, mm-hmm. I, I really like him. I think that, I think he probably needs a, a, some better writers for his monologue. But Jimmy Fallon himself, uh, I really, I, I really kind of relate to him and his late night show. Mm-hmm. Because he is somebody who understands our culture, our our generation. He understands our technology. Yes, and and that's something I like a lot. And I think he's a pretty funny guy. And I love his nervous energy. 
that he has. And so it, it's just somebody that I feel like I can connect with. It, it's just, I, you can tell that he has a writing staff that writes his monologues and they're not the best. But. Yeah, it's it's not the best, but I think that he definitely plays it off as when when they mess up, he yeah, he's like, dude, <laughs> give me that cue card, give me that, I'm gonna give it to the here, take that, take that home. That one's a bummer, but yeah. So anyway, I I really like Jimmy Fallon. That, that's and and you know what? I follow Ellen. She, she's she's an interesting person to follow, mm-hmm. and 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 she's an in, I, I think she's an interesting celebrity. Um, you know, I obviously don't agree with everything that she agrees with, but, but I still find her intriguing and I like to follow her. I think she's fun. Oh, David Pogue. I follow him. Very cool. He's always got really great stuff. Thor mentioned one other thing, uh, in his feedback, and that is the conciseness of our writing style, how we've had to really get to, to get really good at getting straight to the point. Yeah, I hadn't even really considered that as as something that has changed, but it really does. You you want to? I mean, that's what the whole URL shortening thing really probably was born out of. Was well, it probably was around anyway, but it, it got you know the growth of it got grew exponentially. Yeah, from from the onset of Twitter it was just like, hey, I've only got 144 characters. Don't make me throw a huge URL in there too. Exactly. Exactly. And, and not to mention the fact that I find that, that because of my use of Twitter, my emails, I, I, I've learned that it's now more socially acceptable to have shorter responses via email as well, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Who do we have next coming up here? We have uh, Rick from Wisconsin. All right. Rick, take it away as long as I can find the button here. Hey, this is Rick from Wisconsin, and I'm calling today for the Social Media Serenity Show uh, with the, responding to the question about uh, how do you use Twitter. Um, I listened to Cliff talk about Twitter for probably two years and uh, didn't join Facebook or Twitter until after the first episode of Social Media Serenity uh, was put up, and I listened to you and Eric. And... Uh, Decided to jump on there, uh, added some friends from my church, and basically uh, wasn't on Twitter yet. I was on Facebook first, but um, a missionary that we support uh, updates his Facebook through his Twitter about (laughs) eight times a day, and I decided, hey, it would be easier if I just got on this Twitter thing and had it sent to my phone, and then I don't have to um, look for all of his posts to see what's going on. I can get it anywhere, anytime on my phone. And I've gone along and, and added some other G, GSPN listeners and uh, the people that I'm uh, more fans of, athletes and musicians. Um, so I, I only follow about 70 different uh, places, but it probably only 10 of those are people that I actually know in everyday life and see face-to-face. The rest of them are all online friends or, or I would be probably just be considered a fan of. And I don't send out a lot of messages, just uh, personal updates here or there, but I really enjoy reading a lot of the messages and especially uh, Eric's uh, humorous retweets of things that he finds funny because I tend to find the same things funny to myself. And um, basically that's how I've been using Twitter. I would like to know more about how to use it because I don't have an iPhone or a fancy phone that I can put an app on. And uh, I just use my basic text messaging, and I'm not really sure how to 
do certain things sometimes, like uh, retweeting or direct messaging, just using the the basic text that's on my phone. Um, I suppose if I spent some time poking around on Twitter's website, I could learn a little more of that, but maybe you could cover it in your show also. Thanks. All right, Rick, thank you very much. Um, you know, one of the things that I would check out, if you have at least um, even some very low-key browsing capabilities on your phone, uh, you could go try to go to m.twitter.com, which is the uh, mobile version of Twitter. If your phone is pretty much just basically built to not really do web browsing, oh, one second, um, then it's probably a little bit more difficult. It's it's all about uh, in doing things via text message. It's all about just hand typing everything out. Uh, to do a retweet tweet, for example, would be a pain in the rear end via SMS because basically what the the format of retweet is simply rt colon at the username and then basically just pasting in exactly what they just said. So so that that's what an official retweet looks like. Um, you know, the, just, you know, responding to somebody on Twitter is like, if you saw Eric say something or retweet something, you could actually just type in at Eric J Fisher space and then type in your response. And that's how you would do that. Um, but yeah, interacting with Twitter via text message isn't the easiest thing to do. I can't even imagine doing that, especially for the text messaging. If you, if you're not on a free plan, yeah, I with, would have with I would, sending and receiving. Yeah, I would imagine he's he's probably got plenty of SMS if he's interacting that way. And it makes I mean, gosh, how much cheaper even how ridiculous amounts of money they charge for SMS. If you only have SMS and you're not paying for a big whopping 60 bucks a month data plan, it's actually very very affordable to have unlimited data uh SMS when you consider it that way, but uh yeah, I you know basically just understanding that you've just got your at reply is just at username space. Uh, if you want to send a direct message to somebody, which by the way I would not suggest sending direct messages on Twitter using text SMS because it's d space username space your message. But if you accidentally mess up and you did you know b instead of d and you sent this private message to somebody well guess what it's going to show up exactly what you typed in on your public timeline and i learned a long time ago you just don't send a direct message unless there's a a click of a button that automatically does that for you yeah because then it looks like you tried to direct message and it and everybody sees it Exactly, exactly. Well, folks, I'll tell you what we uh, had announced last week, or if we or not last week, I was sick last week, didn't even get out of bed. But uh, we have announced recently that we are moving to a 30-minute uh, format here for Social Media Serenity. And so we still have about six more pieces of audio feedback this week uh, left over, and we're going to put those into next week's show. But we want to go ahead and give you two weeks to start leaving audio feedback for what's going to be the following week. So, Eric, tell them what we're going to be talking about in two weeks from now. All right. Coming up in two weeks, we will be talking about that thing we were all excited about months ago. And then we couldn't well, wait to we'll, get the invite. Yeah, we, we scrounged for invites. Google Wave. And uh, we will keep you up to date on if if and how we're using it. And we want you to do the same. Call us and uh, Twitter and email us. Your feedback on Google Wave. Are you using it? Don't, oh, don't, don't send it on Google Wave. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> exactly. Please don't because we're not using it. <laughs> right. Well, we gave that away. Um, <laughs> exactly. 
should we be using Google Wave and why? Exactly. So are you using Google Wave? And if so, how are you finding it useful? Uh, that's our next question. You can The best way to do it, of course, is to give us a call at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. If you still want to share how you're using Twitter, if you've got a way that hasn't been even addressed yet or a, a unique thing about Twitter that you love uh, that hasn't been shared yet, then give us a call. There'll still be time to put that in for next week's show. Uh, just so you know, we've got Fred from Long Island. We've got Scott Herzog. We've got Max Flight. We've got April. All of them have already called in. They'll be in next week's shows, uh, next week's show. And also, Jason has a question about what I'm talking about with this threaded, you know, wanting threaded uh, Twitter conversation. So he, he says, it's already there. Why aren't you using it? And I'll address that and clarify that next week. But uh, anyway, we just want to say thank you guys for tuning in each week. We'll be back next week to talk more about Twitter, why why you're using it. But uh, again, give us a call. Let us know why are you using Google if you are. And if you're not using Google, why'd you give it up? Why don't you care about it anymore? I'd We would love to hear about it. Anyway, until next time, join the community.